Hi, welcome back to Barbells and Bikinis. I'm your host, Amelia Skye, and I'm here with my manager and good friend and also NPC athlete, Danny. Oh, hello. That's me. Hi, I'm Danny. Um, I'm all of those things that Amelia just said. Um, welcome back, guys. I hope you're all doing great. Um, Amelia and I, uh, you know, we chat quite a bit about yes. competing because if you don't know, <laughs> Amelia competes in the WBFF, which is, um, what does it stand for? Women's Beauty, Fashion, and Fitness, I think. Close. Okay. World oh. Beauty, Fitness, and Fashion okay. because it is all over the world. Guys, I really, uh, I was, Amelia goes close. I was not at all close. Um, but so that is like one bodybuilding federation. And then I compete in the National Physique Committee Federation, which is another bodybuilding federation. Basically, it's just different federations for different styles of bodybuilding shows. Absolutely. Um, yes. Which is kind of cool because it they're all a little different in, right. in their own ways. So. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what I do. And then I also manage fitness influencers. Like me. Like Amelia. So that's how we know each other. Um, but yeah, so Amelia asked me if I would come on today. Yeah. And I, was I like, wanted heck to, yeah. I wanted to chat with Danny a little bit because um, she's prepping herself for her show coming up in a few weeks and yeah. we thought it would be a fun topic to come on and talk about what it's like being in a caloric deficit and yes. just kind of how the body reacts um when you should go in a caloric deficit and things like that yeah, yeah for sure so basically um if you don't know now you know um just kidding that doesn't help at all but if you don't know um amelia is also i'm prepping for a show which means like basically we're dieting down for a competition to get on stage um, where all the, the jacked and shredded people compete against each other. Yeah. Um, and then Amelia is doing the same thing. So to get ready for these shows, like obviously you have to have a decent muscle base, but then you also have to sort of cut down or diet down for the actual show to get on stage. Uh, so that's what we're both doing. So we were like, let's talk about cutting and when it's appropriate to cut aka diet and what it feels like to be yes. on a cut since that's what both of us are, are doing on. exactly and I think it's interesting too because like you'll hear a lot of competitors talk about dieting and cutting but at the same time like if you're someone out in the world and you just want to like lose a couple pounds and do a lifestyle cut this is also an appropriate conversation for you to listen to I would yeah. say yeah, but um, the the type of cut that mm -hmm. Danny and I are on right now is not for those lifestyle people out there right. um, this this is a competition cut, so it's very much so different than just trying to lose weight. Yes, we are essentially losing weight, but this is not a in essentially like a healthy way yeah, to lose weight. This is weight. not for the faint of heart. Um, <laughs> but basically, I guess the primary difference between cutting for a competition and like a show and just cutting for life, like if you want to do a diet for summer, is that a diet for summer, let's say, like if you're just doing a lifestyle cut is what we'll call it. Your goal is to lose a couple pounds, tighten up, look a little, a little bit better in a bathing suit, probably something mm -hmm. like that. Whereas for us, it's like we need to get to, frankly, dangerously low levels of like, body fat. Like, what do you step on stage at? Um, do you know, like weight wise, or like like body fat percentage? I don't know. I've only got my body fat percentage tested once because um, I don't want to say I don't care, but like to me, it's <laughs> like it's like either I look like I'm good enough to get on stage or I don't. And like you start to notice little things, right? So like, yeah, like your, your leg cuts, like mean like little lines in your legs and like glute. Oh yeah. yeah Every lines, day you yeah. wake up like this morning I woke up and I actually checked in with my coach. I am working with Paul Riviella. I, I always butcher his last name. So I say Revelia, but I don't R know if that's Rivelia. right. We're, he's going to listen to this and be like, like, what is this? Oh my yeah. gosh. 
Um, but he and his company, Team Pro Physique, um, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I checked in with him this morning and I just noticed like my abs completely popping this morning. Whereas yesterday they they weren't, but I think I woke up a little bit drier. I didn't have anything in my stomach and it was just, it was cool. Yeah. I was like, dang. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, basically that's both of our, our goals right now is to lose body fat and maintain as much muscle mass as possible so that we get, when we get on stage, we have that like traditional sort of like jacked look. I don't know what Chiseled else. look, yes, you know, where you could yeah. have those like washboard abs right. and you could just wash some clothes exactly. on those abs. <laughs> but that's the other thing is like if you're just cutting for a lifestyle or you're just trying to diet for summer, it's not necessarily crucial that you have like a shredded six pack or right. like super defined built out glutes. Whereas like when you're getting on stage, those are things that the judges are looking for. Right. Like I have um, a couple of my online clients right now wanting to tone up for summer and so I technically have them in a caloric deficit yes but they're still eating a good health healthy amount of food you know to right. to feel full and to still be like active all the time whereas like the deficit that Danny and I are in right now is so extreme yeah. <laughs> that we both actually have a, a cup of coffee with us right, right now. now because we both feel like trash um <laughs> But so, okay, so just to kind of break it down for anyone who doesn't know, like, let's say you are, you're a regular person and you're like, you know what, I am probably a good 10, 15 pounds overweight. I want to get on stage for a competition. And you're like, oh, like, what would you, like, how do you tell someone like that? Sort of what does the process look like? I'm just curious to hear your opinion too. From like the second that someone says to you, I want to get on stage who's just kind of like an average person with like a, a pretty standard physique right. to going to like getting competition ready? Um, the first thing I would tell them is that your mind has to be mentally prepared for what's to come. Um, if you don't love yourself on a competition as well as off a competition season, um, you're, you know, it's not for you. You have to be able to love yourself in all states of whatever your body looks like, because mm-hmm. I know um, it's really hard, like mentally going from, you know, eight to 10% body fat to stepping off stage and gaining weight back. It's just like, you know, you know what it's like. You've done right, it before. Yeah. Well, and I think it's hard, like even before you start to compete and before you even think about like the technicalities of a cut, like what's, what am I, which we'll get into, but like, what are my calories going to be at? What is my cardio going to be at? You have to be in a good spot mentally where like, you're not exhibiting binge eating behaviors. You yeah. don't have a severe eating disorder history. You're not having anxiety about your the way that you look. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You have to look in the mirror and completely just love yourself and, you know. And I think the reason that, you know, Amelia says that, and I agree with that, is that issues that you have before you start a diet are exacerbated once you are dieting. Like, for example, if you exhibit binge eating behaviors prior to starting a cut or getting into a caloric deficit, those binge eating behaviors will be significantly amplified because, okay, now instead of just, oh, I overeat once a week and it doesn't matter, it's like, oh, I overeat or I binge, quote unquote. And I mean that in like the literal sense, not the way the girls are like, oh, I binge, I had three cookies. Like if you have uncontrollable binge eating, like every, like once a month, let's say. Right. Once you get into a deficit, that's not going to get better. That's going to get worse. So like you can't start a cut or a diet to resolve 
ongoing issues. Like a cut or a diet is something that you start when you're like, I want to make adjustments to my physique and I'm in a mentally good place to do that. Exactly. I love how you said that. Thank you. I think, um, <laughs> I think about this a lot if you can't tell. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. And, and girls, I mean, girls and guys, like it's common to, um, like get eating disorders, like post competition. Right. And it's one of those things where you almost just have to be so mentally stable that you you aren't going to go that route because stepping off stage was gosh I remember when I stepped off stage it was like the hardest thing for me to just come to the understanding that okay I am not going to be this physique for a while like I'm going to gain some weight but it's healthy weight that you're gaining and you're also gaining muscle like I spent almost it'll be two years in the fall since I've competed and I've put on so much freaking muscle yeah and I've enjoyed the process along the way and it's just been a journey so I've yeah but to, anyways to go back to that initial question that you and I got off because all we do is <sighs> ramble um so if so if that's the first thing right if someone wants to start you know prepping quote-unquote for a competition for a show, yeah first thing you would do is see where they're at mentally yeah I would just basically say like how's your mindset mm-hmm you know, and then I would ask them why, what's your purpose in competing? Why do you want to compete? Right. And then what do you do like for someone who just looks, I I keep saying average and I'm not saying average in a bad way, but just like a standard physique where like most people have a little bit of body fat. that's a little bit extra. They don't have a ton of muscle mass. You're not going to throw that person into a competition. No, I would definitely tell them that I would highly recommend them to go through an off season and basically an off season, meaning you're you're taking in calories to grow, to build muscle, because you're going to have to hold a little bit of body fat to put on muscle. So if that's what I would recommend to someone. Now, if they absolutely wanted to step on stage without going through an off season, and I felt like they were ready, I'd maybe say, yeah, do it just so you can experience it. Because I personally didn't have an off season when I first competed. Mm-hmm. But I have super good genetics. Thanks, Dad, <laughs> for my genetics. Yeah. So, and I mean, I was an athlete growing up. Like, I was a gymnast and stuff like that. Was so you had some muscle. So, so I definitely body. had, like, the quote-unquote gymnast body, they call it. You know, right. like the, um, yeah, it was, I was really strong. So, yeah, I was tiny when I competed. I didn't have a whole lot of muscle, but I was really shredded. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was still crazy. And now that I did have an off-season, I'm so excited to see what I look like on stage this summer when I compete yeah and I think that's a huge thing too is like if you're looking to diet for a show you have to be in a good place with like muscle density but then again the other side of that is like I'm the same way I didn't take an off season before my first show because I've been lifting for a couple years my training was not optimized at all. So if I like, I look back at my old workouts and I'm like, Oh God, like my squat PR was like 85 pounds. It's <laughs> it's literally 185 pounds now. So I'm like, all right, uh, clearly, but it's not even because I was like so weak. It's that I had no idea how to optimize my training. Yeah. So it's things like that. But I mean, look, like, you know, I had a decent amount of muscle. I dieted for a show. I got on stage. It was a good experience. And that was what motivated me. I was like, okay, I want to look better next time I get on stage. So that was what motivated me to take the off season. And by off season, I mean, slowly adding calories so that you can build muscle. Yeah. So that to me is like, like, I personally would say anyone who wants to get on stage should take an off season first and focus. Because that's when you have like a deadline of, okay, in six months, I will look, I will have enough muscle on me or in a year, I will have enough muscle on me to diet down and compete. It gives you an end date. It gives you a purpose when you're stepping into the gym. Right. So it's like, to me, having that timeline is extremely helpful. 
and you know you focus on getting enough food and actually building muscle but like I don't know I think to just take someone off the street and be like diet for a show like they're that's not, tough. right and that's so tough exactly because they're not gonna look stage ready they're just gonna look like a like basically if you have and not to rant but if you have body fat on you and you have a little bit of muscle when you strip away the body fat, you're kind of just going to look like a smaller version of what you look like right now. Yeah. Because you don't have the muscle density and the muscle mass to like reveal when you strip off body fat. Exactly. Whereas if you put on a lot of muscle mass and you have body fat over that, when you take away that body fat, you're going to look vastly different. Right. So I think that's kind of the the, the spot when you know that you're ready to diet for a show is so, yeah. do you have the muscle? So for those of you that have been following my Instagram journey for a while now, you've seen me posting a lot about my lower body and how I train legs. And I I just, I love my leg days. That's because when I competed, I literally had these tiny little chicken legs because <laughs> I just didn't have leg muscle. So I had the upper body on stage, like really good upper body, but my lower body needed a lot of work. And so that's why I decided to take such a long off season because I knew that when I wanted to step back on stage, I wanted to have really good size muscular legs. And now, I mean, I'm not going to say I have perfect legs, but like I have some decent legs on me now, <laughs> you know, to yeah. the point where I feel comfortable and ready to step on stage and know that, okay, like my legs are gonna, are gonna look good this time around. I'm like last time when they were like little toothpicks. They're little baby legs. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm excited to see what I, what I look like now. And I think that's when we talk about competing, like that's the difference between cutting for a show and cutting for lifestyle. Like if you today, right now, let's say you are, you know, female and you're five feet and you're sitting around like 125 pounds, right? Like, and and you're just kind of like the standard American physique, like not a lot of muscle, a little extra body fat. And again, I'm not saying if you're at this height and weight, you're overweight, but just as an example, right? That is kind of on like the slightly heavier end, yeah, for that height. Um, and so let's say okay, you're 125 pounds, you're five feet, and you want to diet down. Realistically, assuming your food is in a decent spot, let's say you're eating anywhere from like 15 to 1600 calories a day, because again, that's five feet. We're shorties over here. Um, <laughs> Like all you would need to do realistically is slowly taper down your calories for anywhere from like eight to 12 weeks and you'll see results. You're not going to look, you know, completely bone dry, shredded, crazy physique. But if you start resistance training of some sort and taper down your calories over a controlled period of time, you'll see results. Results, though, are not what we necessarily do, which is like get as lean as humanly possible, shred off literally get to like 12% body fat while maintaining as much much muscle as possible. So a lifestyle cut, that's kind of the biggest difference is like, you don't have to end a lifestyle cut looking a very specific way. Exactly. You know, lifestyle cuts is just to teach you like what your body is capable of doing because some people just don't know how to put themselves in a cut, Right. you know, and they don't know like the difference and you know, when we say cut, that's when, like, what's the definition of cut? Yeah, a cut, basically a cut is like, so let's say your maintenance calories, meaning like, okay, let's say I weigh 150 pounds, right? And I eat 2000 calories a day, and I still weigh 150 pounds after a month. Those are my maintenance calories. That's what I can maintain my physique on. A bulk or, you know, a surplus is basically you're adding in 
200, 300, 400, 500 calories a day and your weight is slowly increasing. And that's what we go through for off seasons to grow. Exactly. But of course the goal with that is that you're putting on muscle and not, and not fat. Right. And (laughs) obviously you are going to put on some body fat, but like the idea is like your body needs a certain number of calories to function and maintain its weight. So you can't necessarily build the optimal amount of muscle on those calories. Like let's say 2000 is your maintenance. You can't necessarily pack on muscle at 2000 calories because your body is using it for, oh, I don't know, like brain function and like other important bodily <laughs> right, functions. And right, like, right, You know, like converting, you know, glucose to glycate, like things like that. Like it's it's using those calories for other purposes. So when you slightly increase, and here's another thing, sorry to sidebar, but <laughs> a lot of coaches will have like smaller women go into like 500 calorie surpluses like pretty quickly after a show. And that's when you see girls gain like 30, 40 pounds. That's a lot. Coming out of a show like immediately because it's like they are, their surplus is too high. But anyways, that's a whole other episode. Um, How to do a bulk. We'll get to that. (laughs) To focus on the cutting side of things, a cut in every sense of the word is like you're cutting body fat by going into a caloric deficit, meaning that if you maintain on 2000 calories, okay, so the first week you eat 1900 and then you eat 1800 and then you eat 1700. And you keep dropping those calories and or increasing cardio until you're at a body fat percentage right. that you're happy with. Right. Because you're going to be burning more calories in the day than you are consuming in a sense. Right. Exactly. So you're creating a deficit. Yeah. So that's how you go through the cutting phase. So like Danny and I, are, like mentioned earlier, we're on these competition cuts. So they're pretty extreme and they're not for just anybody. Right. You, you, you have to... You have to really know who you are and really be there mentally to go through with it because we have like really hard days. Like some days you wake up and most days, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like it is, it is it's so tough. hard, but well, if you don't love it, like, you know, you can't do it. Right. Well, and also like Amelia is at your six weeks out from, yeah, a, I'm oh, about I'm, six. I'm sure this episode will get released way later, but, but basically as of this moment, Amelia is like six weeks out from the show that she might do. Yep. I'm around five weeks out from the show that I might do again, like show dates kind of vary and things happen. So theoretically that's kind of where we're at. Um, assuming that we do the two shows that we've been discussing. So right. we're, we're both around like a little, like a month and a bit out. Right. 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 So the thing with that is like at the leaner you get, right? So the more body fat you lose and the longer you've been in a deficit, the harder it becomes to actually drop body fat Mm -hmm. because your body is fighting you, right? Like your body is not down to be at like 12% body fat. Your body's not like, you know what would be great is barely having enough body fat to actually be alive. That would be freaking awesome. Like your body's not. We're not. That. We're not. Like it's right. It's like my actually my my Instagram post that I'm going to be posting today. Um, my caption I I mentioned about how the human body is almost like a work of art because it is, and if you really chisel away at it, like yeah. you create this masterpiece, and right. it's just you know like this sport is not for every single person on this earth, but for someone like Danny and I who are so passionate about bodybuilding, like. We wake up every day and we see the little differences right, in our Right, and you're physique. like so excited about And I'm it. like, oh, look at that like ab vein popping through right. or like, you know. I like, walked into Amelia's apartment this morning and she was like, look at your abs. And I literally was like, okay, I can go home. Like, I'm happy now. Like, yeah. that's all I needed to hear today. But, yeah. but realistically, that's my point is like, that's what gets you excited about it is seeing those little changes. But like, you go to bed at night and you're 
I, I don't want to swear on your podcast. You're you're freaking <laughs> hungry, um, you know, because it's like you're in this steep caloric deficit. And especially at the point that we're at now, you know, five, six weeks out, you have to drop your food pretty low for yeah. most most people. Obviously, there are genetic anomalies where they lose body fat on fairly right. high calories. And right. I, I am going to swear now. Absolutely fuck those people. Um, but <laughs> but, but um, for us, like, you know, you, we, we both have – I don't want to say similar body types. We have. It seems from what we've discussed, our bodies do respond fairly similarly yeah, to diets. Absolutely. So you and I have to get fairly low on you know calorically in order to see changes. So at this point in time, our food is pretty low, our cardio is pretty high, right? And you're hungry, and so the thing that gets you through to the next day is like, okay, I'm gonna look different tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. It's those little different. Yeah. changes that you see. So yeah, which I think is just as applicable to a lifestyle cut, right? Like even if you're not cutting for a competition, it's, you still have to get, you know, fairly low sometimes calorically, maybe not crazy low, but it's all perspective. So for that person, that feels like not a lot of food. So you're cutting for this goal. And like the thing that has to motivate you is, okay, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to look a little different. Yeah. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be losing weight. And that's, that's the goal in the end. Right. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break, but we will continue this topic and we'll be right back. All right, we are back with Barbells and Bikinis. I am your host, Amelia, and I'm here with my manager and NPC athlete and friend, Danny. Wow, I get all the titles. All the friend, above. Friend, manager, competitor, like... Danny's amazing. Thanks, I know. So, no, just kidding. Can we you imagine wanna... if I just came on here and I was like, I'm the greatest, welcome. You you know you're the greatest, though. I, you are true. the greatest. Uh, I, you, y'all can't see it, but I'm hair flipping. Um, <laughs> also, I just got back from a trip to... This is not relevant, but I just got back from a trip to Virginia... And for some reason, I didn't realize Virginia is like not, it like kind of is the South. And like now that I'm back, I'm key, I keep saying y'all. Oh my God. And it's, it's, it's so bad. Like I don't know. Do they say that in Virginia? Yeah. Well, I was with these two girls. They're so sweet. Um, one of them is from South Carolina and the other one's from Minnesota. So Minnesota is obviously like not South, but South. Oh yeah. You're from. I'm from Minneapolis. Sorry. Oh. I was like sipping coffee as That's you said that. Um, that girl's from Minneapolis too, I think. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah. She's super sweet. But the other girl is from South Carolina and she's like so she's adorable and like so Southern. These are these two girls that I stayed with. And she said y'all and then I like repeatedly and then I realized I got back and I was like, I said y'all on the phone with my mom. My mom was like, you're from Los Angeles, California. Oh my god! Like, can you please not? My best friend is from Atlanta, Georgia, and she's got the cutest little Southern accent. Oh and gosh. I, she says y'all all the time. So I say it. I don't. I definitely do say it. I'm guilty of it. And I feel weird for saying it, but I but do. It's because you're, it's fake. You're not even from. I know. Yeah. So basically you're full of crap. So anyways, anyways. Let's, let's get back to the topic. Anyways, what's up, you guys? So, uh, so hi. I Welcome hope you back. all enjoyed that um, interlude about Southern accents. But um, okay, so Danny and I, we wanted to discuss a little bit about our own personal um, diets right now and what they're yeah. like, because I get a lot of people asking me what what I eat. You know, I train people in person and online, and literally all of them are like, what, what what's eat? your diet? Like, yeah. what do you eat? I want to know. And I, you know, so we I figured we would just both kind of go through and and say yeah um friendly disclaimer that i feel like i have to add um is just that like our diets will not work for you yeah like they're customized to us to our body and i'm not just saying like because i feel like on instagram girls are like my diet isn't your diet like we're all different Um, (laughs) sorry is that like bad that that's my like instagram voice um but like i feel like everybody's very like says that all the time and you're like yeah yeah like shut up but like realistically i'm not saying it because like don't copy my diet because it's 
bad for you. Like I'm literally just saying like my calories and cardio are like, they only work for me. Right. They, they, you yes. will do them and you might yes. gain weight on it. You might lose weight on it. You might feel like you're going to die. Like, so don't different. go trying our diets right, right now. Um, we don't want that to happen. We are not telling you that that's what you need to do. Right. We just want to share our personal journeys because both of us are competing this summer. So um, we are summer in shredding, hard deficits right now. Well, and also I just feel like it's interesting to hear because for me, I'm more like, like I'll listen to podcasts like from other competitors and stuff. Um, and I just like to hear about what other people are doing, not to go copy it, but because I just think it's interesting. Yeah, I, so, I agree. Yeah. So, so here you go. Um, you want to start or do you want me to start? You can start. Okay, cool. <laughs> so um, as I stated earlier, I am working with Paul. He is based out of Florida and his company is Team Pro Physique. And I hired Paul because I don't know enough about um, nutrition to be able to, you know, go through the competition cut on my own. Um, there's a lot of science behind it. And Paul gets really involved into the scientific facts behind it all, which I love. So my diet right now, I'm at about 1,400 calories. I eat 160 grams of protein, 45 grams of fat, and 110 grams of carbs in a day. So that all, yeah, I know. So for those that don't know, there's nine grams of, or what is it? Nine. Yeah. So fat is nine calories per Per gram. And then carbs and protein are both four, four. calories per there gram. There we go. So, like, if you do the math, that's why those grams of carbs, fat, and protein equal 1,400 calories. Yes. Math. Science. Yes. We love it. So, let's uh, – I, I want to run you guys through my diet. So. Wait, sorry. Can I quickly say – so, what did you start out Oh, at? yeah. Okay. So, I started – gosh, when I started with Paul, he had me at, I think, about 1,600 calories. Cal- 60, I think it was, like, 16 or 1,800, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, I know that's kind of a big gap, but yeah. – then we we quickly were dropping it because um, my body wasn't responding like I thought it would. Right, like you weren't dropping fat the way that you expected. Right. Mm-hmm. So Paul was like, "Okay, you know, we're gonna we're gonna ramp it up a little bit. Uh, we got a show on the line." So, right. and I said, "All right, Paul, I'm ready. Bring it on." Like, um, so yeah, I think I was right around sixteen hundred when I first started with him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was like eating like 220 grams of carbs in a day. It was oh, great. God. And, and it's now so, I'm down to 110. Just I'll keep, she'll keep going in a second. But just as like, so that everyone knows, 220 grams of carbs is what I was eating, like at the height of my bulk. So like, that's when we say that everybody's bodies are different. Amelia is out here like cutting on 220 yeah. grams of carbs, height of my bulk, trying to gain weight. That's what I'm eating. So everybody's different. Yeah, everyone is different. So that's why y'all shouldn't go try my diet right, right. now. But, um, okay, so... My protein sources are very, very lean sources of protein. I was doing two protein shakes a day. I do whey protein. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like, you know, like the plant-based protein. I personally hate it. My body responds better to whey, so I use whey protein. I eat a lot of chicken, a lot of ground turkey, and a lot of egg whites in a day. Now, um, I actually just pulled one of my protein shakes out of my diet. last. Or it's been a week now since I've had two protein shakes in a day. Because I was holding on to some water, which is why I think my body wasn't really dropping weight. So I now do one whey protein shake a day. Then I have one meal that's like, I weigh out 113 grams of chicken. And then for dinner, I do 113 grams of ground turkey and I make it a little taco salad out of it. (laughs) And I use up like some low carb tortilla chips, um, mix it in with some lettuce and some freaking delicious hot sauce. (laughs) Um, yeah. And I usually end my day, you know, I'll have a quest bar 
between a couple meals and then um I ended on like an egg white omelet yum so it's pretty good it's pretty basic and I'm very consistent so I don't go drastically changing my diet like I'm not going to throw you know like ground beef in the mix or anything um just because my body is responding so well to my protein options right now and I'm not laughing at you but I was laughing at like the fact that we consider adding ground beef into a diet like a drastic change but it's true it is is drastic when you're when you're cutting like this in this extreme of a condition it's like like, that's like a dramatic change yeah like your body might be like what the f is this like I can't like what is this you know so um that's where So 1,400 calories a day for me, and that's probably going to just keep going down. Um, I just checked in with Paul today, so I'm waiting to hear back on his thoughts on what he thinks, and I'm kind of hoping we stay the same just because my body now is responding very well to this. Paul, she's hungry. Yeah. Paul, uh, Paul, go easy on me. If you're listening, we know this is in the past, but, like, she's hungry. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, what's your diet like? Um, I am coaching myself right now. (laughs) Um, just because I've worked with a couple coaches and I just ultimately like, I'm a nutcase. Like Amelia, <laughs> Amelia knows I'm a little bit psycho. So, so Danny is, you know, it does hit Danny a little bit harder. Like yes. I can tell on days that I'm with her, I'll be like, Danny, how you feeling? And she's like, honestly, like, I feel like how, like, yeah. but <laughs> I want to get run over by a train. How are you feeling? Right. Um, no. Yeah. I definitely like, I think part of it is because I'm small. Um, and not like body fat wise. I mean, like physically, I'm a smaller stature human. Like I'm four foot eleven. Um, I the in like college, I weighed like ninety pounds. I just made a post about that the other day. Um, like I just am like small naturally, and so I think like dieting for me is hard because it's not like I have crazy amounts of body fat to lose, but I'm always kind of generally around the same like body fat levels. And so, like, my body is very happy there, like homeostasis. Like, it's very happy at this certain weight and whatever. So I, for some reason, have to push very hard. Not the point. Anyway, so my diet, (laughs) and I also like to go off on tangents. My clients find me exhausting. Anyways, my body and diet right now is, it's been a weird ride with this prep because I I took an off-season, not the best off-season, probably put on um, way too much damn body fat. Oops. Um, just because my calories went too high and my coach and I were not super aligned. So I ended up, um, probably like right around like a hundred and between 113 and 115 pounds. So keeping in mind that like I ended my, I, my last show, I got off stage. I was like 93 to 94 my pounds. Gosh, I, I know. Cannot I'm so, I'm, I, the thing is I was not carrying a lot of muscle and I'm very, very, very small naturally. Like How I'm, tall are you? 4'11". 4'11". Yeah. And I'm like a smaller framed human being too. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just don't carry a ton of muscle, whatever. So it, midget girl, it's fine. Midget um, girl. Oh. Um, my childhood name was Minnie because I'm so small um and I was also like four feet like four foot three for like so you, I was like 11 so yeah. you're saying you have a little bit harder of a time putting on muscle I have a hard time putting on muscle I have a hard time losing body fat my body is just like very happy where it is like it likes to sit around like right. 98 pounds and like that's it and like it's thrilled right there so basically I got to push really hard anyways point being I had this off season I gained that was the heaviest I'd ever been by like a good probably I don't know math like 10 ish pounds right so I was like oh my god I have so much weight to lose basically I started my cut. I was around like 120 protein, like I want to say like 160 grams of carbs and like 50 fat. So I don't know what those, I honestly, I only count my macros. I really don't count calories Calories, for, I don't know. I just mentally knowing my calories kind of messes me up. So I really only focus on like my macronutrient goals. Which is your protein, fat, and carbs carbs, for anybody that doesn't know the definition of macronutrients. And if you don't know, 
hire Amelia as your coach because uh, you should know. It's good to be educated <laughs> on what you're eating. Um, as I just said, I'm not the best right, at nutrition. nutrition. Yeah. I mean, you but, know. But like making, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. Like knowing specifics about like filling out and water depletion and glycogen yes. levels. Like that's very different from being able to make macro adjustments for someone. Like, right. So like, anyways. But so I, that was around what my food was at. was like that. And then I didn't make any progress for four weeks. Um, No. But so basically... My body, kind of like what you said, the first four weeks of my diet, I was not seeing big changes. So I dropped to around 120 protein, 130 carbs, and then like 40 fat. Okay. Saw a little bit of progress, dropped again to 120 protein, 100 carbs, 40 fat. Finally, the body fat like really was started to come off. And then um, basically what I'm doing now is a little bit different and like not traditional and I, it's working for me. So I don't really care, but like it took me a long time to get out of my own way with this diet and be like, just because other people don't diet like that doesn't mean that it's not going to work for me. So basically what I do is I go, I'll do like four low dates where basically I hit 120 grams of protein, but I try to keep my carbs and fat as low as humanly possible without feeling like I'm going to die. So right. like, which sounds bad, but like, I'm just being honest. Like, so I try to keep my carbs at like 60. I try to keep my fat like 30 so my food is like insanely wow. low. Yeah. So like, what do you eat? Walk um, me through one of your so days. So I'll do like in the morning, I'll do like egg whites, like a big thing of egg whites. And like, I'll put some like maybe like some deli meat in there, maybe a little bit of spinach. To fill it out a right, little bit. Right, to fill it okay. out. And then like for, you know, I'll have like a snack. I'll maybe do oatmeal and egg whites. Okay. And then I'll do like some like super like lean, like 99.1 ground turkey maybe like one or two like low carb tortillas and then a little bit of like some sort of vegetable like asparagus spinach again and then I'll do you know I don't know dinner probably egg whites oatmeal a little bit of protein powder in there mixed together it sounds gross but it's really freaking good um yeah Yeah. I I love that (laughs) that's so good um and then if I still have food left again I'll do like an egg white omelet or something with maybe like a single egg if I have fat left so again it sounds really boring but like I don't feel starving on that like but basically, my point being, I'll do four days like that, like brutal, like, like low, like, low, like low, 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 like my food is so low. And then I'll do one or two super high days. Like I'll bring my, well, I mean, super high for me, like 120 grams of protein, you know, 170 grams of carbs and like 50 grams of fat. And the scale will shoot up and I'll feel so good. And then I'll go low again. And like, it's not, I wouldn't even consider that carb cycling. It's almost like two back to back refeed days. And I've seen so much progress doing it like this and I've never tried to diet like this before but basically I do better with extremes because that's just my personality so I like to go extreme into like low carb low fat because I know there's something coming <laughs> like I know I get to look forward right, to those refeed and I'm like days. I know the refeed is coming so let, let's let's um let anyone that doesn't know what a oh, refeed yeah. is so basically a refeed is you're literally feeding like uh, re being again it's how it sounds right re means again and feed is feeding get eating so you're, you're feeding your body again meaning that you deplete meaning that you bring your calories and your food and your carbs and stuff fairly low for a period of time and then so that you don't you know die you feed yourself again you, you refeed so you add in food <laughs> i for love a day. you oh my, like, my explanation is like you, you want to die and then you don't and then you want to die and then you don't so a refeed is yeah it's it's to put more carbs back into your right. body so paul runs my refeeds he'll drop my protein and he'll drop my fat just a little bit just to give me some wiggle room to, to up my carbs so like I'm running low carbs all week, Monday through Friday of this mm-hmm. week. And then this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, I get two refeeds back to back. So right. I'm going to be eating, um, I think, oh gosh, off the top of my head, I have to look, but 
I think I'm going to get um, 180. It's 180 grams of carbs Ooh. this weekend. Yeah. So I'm excited. Now, I don't want to do anything crazy for my refeed because then I don't want to want to throw me off. So I'll probably just honestly just up my portion sizes a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's what I want. It's yeah. Just, I just want 3,000 grams of carbs. No. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, so basically that's – I've never – that was kind of my point too is like I used to just do like deficit, deficit. I would just keep my calories the same, whatever. And I didn't really like carb cycling because mentally it is sometimes hard it after that refeed. It burns you out. Right? But also yeah. after that refeed, it can be hard to be like, okay, back on track, low food. But it's just been working super well for me this time. And like even though, again, like it's not traditional to do it like that, like insanely low food and then two higher refeed days. Like I know most people will do like one refeed day and then like some moderate and some low. Yeah. And some carbs. But for me, it's like, again, I do well with extremes. So this is actually going pretty well for me. So look, we'll see how it looks. We'll see how it and how I end up closer to show day. But like, for now, it's been a very effective way to structure a cut. Right. And I think the one takeaway for me, this prep has been your diet is your diet. It's built for you. You have to find what works for you. You have to find what's effective for you. And right. that's going to change all the time. Just because last prep, consistently lower calories or like one or two slightly higher calorie days like once a month was working great for me right it was not working for me this time I needed to push hard so this right. is what my version of pushing hard looks like exactly exactly so yeah y'all don't go to y'all back to that yeah yeah so y'all guys, don't go don't go trying our diets out um I promise you 1400 calories will not work for you like it does for me like right. everybody's body is structured differently so right um, and like some people on what I'm doing which I would assume what I'm doing is around like 1100 calories and then like 1400 calories right. that'd be my guess I haven't done any math um because math is not for me um <laughs> but I'm assuming it's around that some people would drop way too much weight on that some people would gain weight on that some people would feel like crap on that. You just don't know. So like to, you know, don't go try our diet. Yeah. Although definitely take, um, you know, we make some mean egg white oatmeal. So uh, <laughs> we we encourage you to try out our egg white protein powder. Oatmeal I, I was going to say, I, I want to touch on that quick. The I've, like I said, for anyone following my Instagram page, I've been storing a lot of my mug cake. Oh um, God, I hate those. Danny hates it, but um, our other friend, um, Meg, Meg, fit little Meg, got us hooked, yes. got me hooked on it. So it's literally egg whites, um, like the liquid ones in the carton. You buy that and you pour it in a little mug, right? You put oh. a little scoop of protein in there, you mix it up and it literally blows up in the microwave. Like you put it in the microwave and it blows up into a cake. It's disgusting. And Sorry, I literally, like Amelia talking about this, I honestly feel nauseous. Yeah, you always, she always responded to my stories and she would like, I just, I just wrote. She'd do like the throw up emoji yeah, or something. To, to be fair, like my version of that is like, I like, like the 100 calorie packs of like better oats, like oatmeal are so good if you have them near you. 100 calorie packet of oatmeal, three ounces of egg whites, a little bit of water and half a scoop of protein powder, mix it together and microwave it for like a minute on, a minute off, minute on until it gets like the consistency you want. So good. <laughs> no, but I didn't finish. I topped. Oh, this, you're still going with your I'm mug cake garbage. Going. Oh my so god! So I top it with like a banana Ugh. and some low sugar or zero sugar um, syrup. I'll maybe put some fat-free whipped cream on there. Yeah. So, no, anyways, me, mug cakes taste like actual like burnt rubber. Um, so we don't love that for me. But uh, I guess if it's your thing, it is my thing. Mug cake is my thing. So you guys go follow me on Instagram, Amelia Sky Fitness, and check out my mug cake because I store it almost on a daily. And also, while you're at it, follow um, Danny. What's your... Oh, thanks. It's just Danny Coco one D-A-N-I-C-O-C-O-1. If you want to see oatmeal over and over and over again, hit me up. <laughs> hit her up. But I think we're going to we're gonna wrap this episode up. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to 
this episode a little bit, touching a little bit on what it's like being in a caloric deficit and Danny and I going over our (laughs) our diets and our lives (laughs) right now. Um, But yeah, if you guys would do me a big favor, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, it would mean the freaking world to me (laughs) and Danny. It would mean a lot to me too. So, Um, and leave a comment. Let us know if you've, you know, if you're planning on dieting for summer, if you've tried a diet before. Leave us a comment. Let us know how it's going. We'd love to, you know, hear from you. Yeah, exactly. So, and don't forget to follow us both on Instagram. And I hope you guys all have a good day. Woohoo. Over and out. <laughs>